Welcome to Lambs to Lions. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. I'm honored to be here and uh, uh, speaking to you all. Welcome. Everybody doing okay this morning? Yes. All right. All right. So Pastor Matt had asked me to uh, speak on on Africa and give uh, some, uh, which I'll get to. Uh, but I thought I would talk a bit about my experience in past experience in, in missions. Um, I knew that I was called to be a missionary when I was just a little kid. I had a missionary uh, come to my church, my Sunday school, and uh, he talked about being, he was a missionary to Ecuador. And uh, from that moment on, I just, I knew, I was like, this is what I want to do. And uh I didn't know, honestly know what that meant other than he lives overseas and he tells people about Jesus, right? So um, I knew uh, from that moment, yeah, from that moment on, I, I knew that that's what I was to be. And this is how, this is how God works. It's so cool because I, I met a young uh, teenage kid. Uh, his name was Tim. Um, we became fast friends. We hung out a lot. Turns out he was a missionary kid. And uh, he was the son of the missionary that came to my church years ago, wow. so long ago. Wow. And uh, through his friendship, uh, I was able to uh, be invited to go visit him in Ecuador his, and his family. And uh, that was a um, very formative um, trip for me. I was 16 when I went. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was, it was awesome. And uh, so, yeah, I knew that that's, that was uh, what I was to do. I, um, I remember uh, that trip was very, uh, it got me interested in, in missions, missions work. And, and throughout my teenage years, I, I uh, had the opportunity to go on a, several um, uh, short-term missions trips. Um, I went to Bahamas. As one, and uh, yeah, 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 and uh, country of Jordan, and uh, I uh, fantastic trips, and uh, I just knew I ended up um, attending a missionary Bible college in Florida. Um, it was through the organization that we went on the trips with, and. And uh, that's where I met my wife, Tasha, who had the same calling as I did. And this was something that was, oh, it was going to be great. You know, we were, we, uh, were called to the mission field. And, uh, and uh, so this mission college we went to is a three-year program, two years academics, a third year of internship. And uh, our plan was to, once we finished, uh, we had gotten married in school and such, and we would head off to to Ecuador of all places. That's just been in our in our minds, and she she wanted to go as well, and and so we were we were going to do that, and we were getting excited. We were home by this time; we'd finished school, and uh, we um, were raising support. We were planning on going. Uh, it, um, it was the summertime. We were planning on going in January, and uh, we're getting everything together. 
it was uh, 2001 and 9-11 happened. And uh, we were left feeling like, what do we do now? Because there's not, there wasn't any travel happening. Clearly we weren't going to Ecuador and we were, that was the plan, right? And um, yeah, so, uh, you know, everything that has happened to me and things that uh, have happened in my life, um, I would say that I've been called to is because of doors that have, have opened for me. You know, um, things just kind of worked out. If I, if I pursued something and it, and it worked out and things fell into place, that's what I was, was meant to do. But God had closed this door. And uh, it was it was really disappointing because we were looking so forward to it. And uh, um, sorry, my first point: don't give up on a call when God closes the door. You know, we had uh, we had prepared for this. And now we were feeling like, well, what the heck? What do we do to do now? And um, so fast forward about seven years now, we are just kind of living life um, outside of uh, missions. My desire was always to be involved in missions in some, at some point, in some way or another. And... Um, this truly was uh, disappointing. Um, but I grew impatient. <laughs> and uh, after doing life for a while, I thought I wanted to go back and finish our internship, you know, her and I. And um, so we, we planned on that. And uh, uh our intentions were good, but the timing was wrong. And um, I made something happen that was not in God's time. And because of it, I ended up being the most fruitless <laughs> missionary experience of my life. Um, and I actually quit. I, I um, yeah, I actually quit. I, I, uh, it, it wasn't, it didn't end well, and it wasn't very good. Um, and it's funny because it's what we were longing for. It's what we were supposed to do, right? And, um, you know, I have you ever failed at something so badly <laughs> that you, you often question? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I failed so badly at this, and uh, which kind of it leads me to my uh, my second point here. And uh, don't try and manifest something when it's not in God's time. And uh, yeah, it uh, timing is important. Last week we learned the time, everything has a season. Yeah. Everything is permissible, but not everything is 
beneficial. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, I actually, this is not in my notes, and I, I was debating whether to put it on. So when we decided to go um, the next time, uh, this, uh, the second time, we, we, uh, we had made the plans. We had contacted uh, Teen Missions, which, who is w- where we were with. And uh, the plan was, yeah, we we go and we, we were adamant that we were going to serve in Ecuador. It was just like stuck in the brain for some reason. And, and uh, they said, no, okay. But they wanted us to come down to Florida for about six months to get us back into on staff and such. And so we, we agreed to that. And uh, so doing that, um, we tried and we, uh, we were – in BC here, Tasha was going to fly out of Seattle down to Orlando and I was going to go back home for a while or go back home and fly. And we were going to meet basically, uh, to make a long story short, uh, it didn't work (laughs) as easily as we thought we had trouble getting into the States, getting across the border. And, uh, we didn't have the right paperwork. And if you've ever crossed the border, there's two things they don't like. Uh, the word is missionary, and the word is volunteer. Um, they don't like those. Don't use those. So um, everybody and every person we talked to, every official or whatever, seemed to give us a different, a different idea of what we needed to to get to where we were going. Different form, different this, and it was getting frustrating. Like this is, and so. She get um, and my poor wife. I mean, she she got held up. She was brought into the back. She got fingerprinted and the whole deal. It was really nervous for her. And I, I was like, "Well, come, come. Why don't you fly to Toronto? We'll we'll try and go." Didn't work. Didn't work. Didn't work. And uh, one of the border guys said, yeah, "You're border hopping. This is what you're doing. You're trying to." And um, so <laughs> we uh, we're sitting at home at my parents' house. And, um, you know, during all this time, kind of life happens, right? And, and uh, we've heard it said that uh, when something traumatic happens, you can either let it make you better or make you bitter. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. I did the opposite. I made it, I was kind of bitter. And, and it, was, it was something that I needed to work out with my folks. We needed to have a hard conversation and didn't want to have it. Didn't want to, just wanted to, to do it, but we did it. And, uh, we sat down by the end, we were all in tears and hugging it out. And, and, uh, I say all that to say this, that, uh, we need to to reconcile something between us before we could go to the mission field as screwed up and weird as that was, we needed to make it right. And we did make it right. And we tried to, uh, so we we had our conversation we were going to go where we were now in ontario we we're going to cross the border at detroit and windsor detroit and get across and uh again we get there and the guy throws up his arms he's like i don't i don't have time for this and uh luckily we had someone come uh from team missions canada and they said we're not leaving until they let you through so we we had somebody come and actually look at what we were doing and take the time and and they let us through um my mom said to me later that that uh time she said do you think that you weren't allowed 
to go across because we needed to have this this thing and and she was right and i think we did so um so it's yeah it's not a point but i would say you know try and be at peace with anybody that's uh you know live reconcile the four things okay um i do have some scripture we are like to read it's kind of um a conversation between moses and God in Exodus chapter three, starting in verse 10 and going on to chapter four down to verse 17. We can go around if we want. I don't know how you want to make that work or not, but um, here we see Moses is having a conversation with God and God is asking him to go to Egypt, the place where he fled from. And, um, yeah, it just, it, I just use this uh, passage as an example for God asking uh, somebody to do something. <laughs> and uh, this is a man who probably wrestled with his calling, you know, growing up in a palace and then realizing he's not who he truly was or, or is who he truly was. Um, but... Unlike Jonah, who went in the opposite direction, <laughs> um, he he trusted and he, he obeyed. Um, now, I was called to be a missionary. I wanted to go. I wanted to be sent. Like the prophet Isaiah said, here I am, Lord. Send me. After experiencing Ecuador the way that I did, as though it was one of the great failures of my life because of it, and it didn't end well. Here's the thing, though, which leads me to my third point. Just maybe it is God who determines whether I'm done or not. Because I had thought that, you know what? I tried this. I was called to it. I tried it. It didn't work in my mind. It didn't work. So what the heck? I'm done. I can't. You know, we're done. So, but, you know, uh, Philippians, great verse 1-6, being confident of this, that he that began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. This is such a good promise, and I don't take it lightly. In 2009... Um, is when I moved back here to BC. I'm originally from Ontario, and um, we settled here. I was just going to live my life, work, do do life, right? Um, I was going to live my life. For a long time, I wrestled with my calling, who I was to be. You know, it seemed so easy when I was a kid. She's going to be a missionary. She's going to go. But when you get older, things kind of seem to change sometimes. And, and um, yeah, so, uh, you know, we we had a plan. My wife and I, we, we often talked about um, 
raising our kids overseas and, and just doing, because in my mind, that's what a missionary was. It was overseas work. It wasn't here. It was over there, yeah. you know, yeah. and that's, yeah. that's what I envisioned when, when I was called, you know, and um, yeah, we had it all planned out sort of. <laughs> God is so incredibly faithful and patient though. Amen. Over time, I have learned the importance of faithful service. Mm -hmm. Serving in the church and serving the community. You know, anybody that's ever been on uh, a missions trip or, or, you know, been involved with missions, for, for a select few, we used to call, they get stung by the, bitten by the missions bug. Mm -hmm. You know, and I, I was bitten. I longed for times to be overseas and to go on missions and experience new adventures and, and stuff. And so every time I would hear about a missions trip or some sort of missions, my ears would perk up. That's cool. What, what's, where are you going? Where, what's happening? And uh, um, which is why when I heard of this Africa trip, I got really excited. Not knowing whether I could go, I, uh, I took a chance and asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's interesting that one of the first mission trips I went on or signed up for was to go to Africa. Wow. I was supposed to go to Malawi, and uh, due to lack of funds, I couldn't go, and they sent me to Bahamas. <laughs> so, <laughs> you go where you're sent, right? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I cannot wait um, to build relationships with not only Dave, Pastor Matt, but the rest of the team. Um, I look forward to seeing where God is moving in Rwanda through the pastors there and, and the leadership conference that we'll be a part of. And I'm especially looking forward to um, serving where I can and uh Rwanda is an opportunity that what that I wasn't looking for, you know, I, I didn't, I just, uh, but I, I believe God brought it to me anyway, you know, um, I don't know what time I'm at, but You're good. Perfect. You're good. Uh, my, my takeaway then would be uh, remain faithful in serving and God will honor and carry you through. That's good. In his time. Are there any questions for me? Well, I don't have a question, Jeremy, but I just like to say that I'm encouraged by your boldness yeah. and your willingness to step out of faith and yeah. follow where God is leading. Yeah, that's encouraging. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, guys, before I get into the next steps here, I just want to. You know, we never waste an opportunity, and that's why you always, every Sunday after every service, we always do a salvation call and a opportunity for baptism. So you never know when when that time is, right? And it's happened in this house where there people have been baptized, and not long after, they're not with us anymore, but we know where they are. So, um, yeah, if you just bow your heads and close your eyes with me, we're just going to go through a salvation prayer. And if you prayed this before, just pray it again. Just 
and we'll just do it together. So uh, just repeat after me. So, dear Lord, uh, we just thank you for this morning. Thank you for everything you're doing here. I commit my life to you. I invite you into my heart. I ask God that you forgive me for all my sins. I give my life to you. And I surrender to you. In Jesus' name. Amen. And if you just keep your uh, eyes closed and your heads down, we, we don't want to embarrass anyone or call anyone or anyone out. But if that was you today and that was your first time giving your heart to the Lord or you're coming back to him, okay, you just give me a thumbs up. Thank you. And um, if any of you feel on your heart and your heart's just pounding about baptism, I'd encourage you to come back to the 1030 service and there will be an opportunity there for you to be baptized. Um, yeah, you can, uh, you can open your eyes. Um, so yeah, just a few next steps just to kind of get you going. Your day here is, uh, one is invite. So invite your friends, other men that need to be here in the morning, invite them to come back next Sunday at seven. Um, invite your wives, fiancés, girlfriends, women in your lives to the women's conference. That is March 15th to 17th. Yeah, so make sure to invite them, get them registered, buy them a a ticket. Um, If finances are an issue, there are options, and you can talk to one of of us, the coaches or pastors, about that and can help you out with that. and then as well as a reminder, so we are still doing the 10.30 and 4.30 services right now. But starting March 10th, we'll be going to 9.30 and 11. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we are messing with the method, yeah. with the methods. And we are excited to see just uh, everything God's going to do with those new times. We are excited for Biker Connect. Yes. We are uh, excited to have some more time for that and some longer rides and to connect with more men. It was uh, it was growing huge last year. I'm excited to see where it goes this year. Um, the next step is connect. So we have a ton of connect groups throughout the week. We have Monday Night Connect. Um, are you guys meeting this week? Okay, yeah. Long weekend. So no Monday Night Connect this week, but the following weekend it'll start up again. Um, men's prayer, 5.30 a.m. Front doors are open. There is coffee. The fires are on. And I encourage you, any man, to be there. It is a powerful time. God always moves in those times. And uh, Tuesday mornings, 5.30 a.m. here at the church. Um, and the last one is grow. So a few ways that we can grow is, one, read your Bible. Stay in the Word. Read it daily. That's how God talks to us. Pray. That's how we talk to God. Yeah. Yeah. Pray every day. Um, not just before your meals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's plenty of other opportunities to pray. Uh, and yeah, and then just, uh, yeah, just again, if it's on your hearts to be baptized, please come to the 1030 service or the 430 service, and there will be an opportunity there. So, yeah. Thank you, guys. Uh, give. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, um, what did you want to just mention about the Above and Beyond in our project? 
Mm-hmm. I'd like to, oh, I'd yes. like these men to take on above and beyond giving. Yes. You know, so yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Another way that we grow is tithing, and tithing is a is a tenth, right? And so yeah, we believe that um, God calls us to that, and it's not a God needs your money; it is after your heart. But uh, beyond that is above and beyond, and God blesses that too. And one of the above and beyond projects we have here is the kids' wings. And we, uh, we want to, you know, kids are the future and, um, and we, you know, if you can get to the heart of the child, you get to the heart of the parent. And we want to see um, upgrades and, and just invest in that, in the kids wing. And so if it is on your heart, um, you know, we are um, taking donations for that and above and beyond offerings uh, to help invest in that and to uh, grow the environments and to upgrade them there as well as um, even beyond money, but just like skills, right? Yeah. Different, um, you know, trades, whatever it might be. If you have a skill to offer um, that you can um, help, whether it's carpentry, electrical, painting, whatever it is. Robotics. Uh, huh? Robotics. Yeah. Robotics, you know. Yeah, yeah. We, we'll make, yeah. Animatronics. Yeah. Pyrotechnics. Like, yeah. We'll, we'll take it all. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if that's on your heart, yeah, we uh, that is um, one of the our focus for this quarter. So yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, I'll just pray for the offering, and we'll get everyone on their way. So, Lord, uh, we just thank you for this day. Thank you for all the men that are here this morning. Thank you for your word. Thank you uh, for uh, Jeremy and and the word that he spoke. And I just pray over the offering now this morning, Lord, um, that you'd bless it and. We just pray over the above and beyond and pray just that the kids' wing would be blessed, that um, all the finances and the skills would come in that are needed to help grow those environments and just to get to the hearts of the children. And we just pray over this day, we pray over this morning, and we just pray to you powerfully today in the services and be with every man here as they go about their day and about their weeks, that um, you would bless them and that they could also be a blessing to others. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for tuning in today and thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry. If you would like to find out more about how you can partner with us, visit our website at www.wherepeoplematter.church and click the giving link. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. See you next time.